are back for another episode. Another one. Or another one. A DJ Khaled. <laughs> Hit him with another one. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, in my reference of DJ Khaled, I was like, you know what? We're just going to roll with it. Just roll. <laughs> Let's start us off, dear sister. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Unapologetic Conversations with the Comments. I am your co-host, Dr. E. And I am Donald Coleman. And this is the Unapologetic, Unapologetic Conversations, Conversations with, the with the Comments. Hey. Yeah. You can <laughs> find who's the more energized one today. Uh, and we're going to get into that, that reason and why in a second. But um, first, uh, why don't you start us off with your... Um, tools and techniques, and then we'll go into our, what we're drinking today. Hi. So how are you guys? Tap, tap, tap in on our social media, whether it's via DM or up under one of our posts. You can also email us, which will be linked below. Let us know how you guys are doing. Each week, we're talking about different tools and techniques to assist you to get through your week. So this week for me, I had to do a lot of just isolating and focusing. And I want to take away the stigmatism around like isolating, right? Because sometimes we think about that, we're like isolating is not a good term. But for me, in order to sometimes just focus on the things that I need to get achieved, I have to take away external things. So I'm a big person of you cannot pour into someone else something that you have not poured into yourself. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, that was powerful. I felt that in the chest cavity. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. <laughs> so this week, I isolated and I poured, poured, poured into myself. I was able to pour into my website. I wanted to do some new design things on my website. And as you guys know, I have ebooks on my website. So I wanted to go back into my ebooks, read all of them, and see if it was anything I wanted to add to my ebook. So I did some revision on that. I still had to have time to pour into my self-care. So I had to go to the gym, had to get my nails done. If you guys are watching, you will see she has pink and white ombre. Um, so I had to just literally focus on Ebony. So I was able to, this Sunday, pour into our podcast. I have clients that I see because I do wellness coaching and consulting as well. So if you haven't checked out DrEbonyComan.com, make sure you do that. Yeah. Y'all know it is not an episode without the shameless plug. I think y'all should just get used to that at this point. Um, <laughs> y'all know us, and well, I was going to plug something, so. Plugging. We out here. We need multiple streams of income, okay? <laughs> so if you're not plugging on all of your platforms, you're missing out. You win. You're not winning. You're losing. But um, so, yeah, so I did a lot of that. And as you guys can see, I feel like I'm glowing today from the inside out because I was able to isolate and focus on the things that make me feel whole. Sometimes we think that we need partners to make us feel whole or going out and being social with others to make us feel whole. Sometimes you just need to isolate and focus on you so you can be your best you. That self-care, that self-worth, that self-value, I soaked it in and I accomplished a lot this week. I was able to check mark each day in my planner. 
the things that I was accomplishing and I looked up today and I'm like, it's podcast day. And I've accomplished everything I wanted to do because I didn't let external things deviate from that. So those are my tools and techniques of the week. Make sure sometimes if you're feeling like people are taking and pulling and pulling and pulling and taking from you, take back your power, isolate and focus and get it done. So. Yes, beautifully put. Um, if you guys are liking what she is hearing, again, she is a wellness coach. Um, so you guys can go on her website, um, sign up for your session today. Let's kick in the new year on a bright, bright, lightful uh, note and just get your life right. And so okay. she, is, she is the lady to help you accomplish that. <laughs> um, so moving on, our next segment, we do uh, our coffee of the day. Um, we can't even say morning anymore because by the time we're recording this, it um, it's almost four o'clock in the afternoon. So, uh, I think we just kind of accepted that mornings. We just have to be uh, maladaptive. Yeah, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and so uh, I will kick us off. I am drinking um, some chamomile tea. I got this. So um, just a little backstory. I always like supporting mom and pop shops, um, okay. small maybe obscure coffee shops. Um, and so this coffee shop, um, Sweetwater Cafe um, by my house, um, they make the amazing, these like teas, they're um, in-house teas, in-house brews. Um, and so I got a chamomile tea, I add uh, cane sugar for sweetness because some teas can be very bitter. Um, if you like strong bitter tea, then I mean, go off, that's you. But um, I like a little bit of cane sugar. I also add a little bit of honey in this as well. Oh, okay. Um, and chamomile tea is very good. Uh, so going back earlier, this is why I'm very mellowed out today is because chamomile um, it makes you very calm, relaxed. Great tea to go to bed with. Not so much great of a tea to drink in the middle of the day when you got things to do. Exactly. So I think, you know, I've learned my lesson. So that's why today... I'm just doing 55 and she's doing 80. So uh, I think y'all appreciate that down the line. <laughs> yes, 80. If you guys know, also follow me on TikTok. I have not been doing all of the TikToks on my TikTok. I've been making up my own little pathways. But when you just said going 80 miles per hour, all I could think was Corvette, Corvette. I was Corvette. just about to think, I was like, Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> Um, yeah, isn't it, y'all, if you are the youngest sibling out there, isn't it sickening when your siblings are on social media, like TikTok and Instagram, like, we, I, I can't even stop her at this point. No, you cannot stop me. First off, you cannot stop me. You cannot box me in. First, when people try to do that, I'm like, well, you're a doctor. You're supposed to be like this. I'd be like, so what, how does the doctor look? What, what is the doctor supposed to do and look like? Because if I was thinking that doctors are supposed to look like and act like this, I wouldn't have became one because I don't see a lot of them that look like me. Yeah, well, that's, actually, a gem. Um, that's a gem. <laughs> actually, no, it's so funny you say that because um, I know a lot of influencers on TikTok that are doctors, medical yep. professionals on TikTok. And that's like, I don't know. Um, I think his name is Dr. Norton. Um, I may yeah. be saying, saying it wrong. He's, the, um, he's also a psychologist on okay. TikTok. And he makes TikTok literally talking about therapy and mental health. So, um, no, I feel like um, definitely whatever profession you're in, I think social media is just starting to uh, evolve so much to the point where I think 
all these um, ideas and stereotypes of what we think professionalism is, is starting to change. And honestly, I'm here for it. <laughs> Me too. I, because I used to always be, okay, here's a little backstory. I used to always be the person where I was working on my PhD, whether it was classes or writing my dissertation, I always was a person of balance. So in the daytime, I would be working my nine to five. Then I would come home. I would do some days of where I'm just working either on coursework or working on my dissertation. And then at night, <laughs> turn up, turn up. Okay, I was lit in the club, in a section. Don't judge me because I still came out as a 4.0 PhD psychology major specialty in forensics. So don't ever put a label on yourself or make society think that they can box you in because you are whatever you allow your world to be. So my world was, I'm going to be professional, but I'm going to have a good time because I'm not married and I don't have nobody's kids. So period. Period, Pooh. Okay. Oh, not the period, Pooh. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to work on that behind the scenes, y'all. I'm so sorry you have to witness that. But uh, yeah, no. Um, so tell the audience what you're drinking today. Okay. I'll <laughs> I had a client session right before I had this podcast. So I'm already a cup of coffee in. And if we you guys don't know, <laughs> what you say, Donald? I said we can tell. Um, <laughs> still love you, but we can tell most definitely. You know what? That ain't right. That ain't right. But um, I love my Starbucks hype place that I am an avid Starbucks drinker. Shouts out to Starbucks. Y'all, we need to get some partnerships and sponsorships going on. So if you guys are listening, hi, Starbucks. <laughs> like I see Yes, um, any coffee brands wishing to expand their audience, expand their horizons, you know, we are always in the market for a good old-fashioned sponsorship. Um, so just, you know, email will be linked down below. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so what I am drinking right now, of course, is Starbucks Pike Place. I have my two pumps. I have my four raw sugar. And today, because y'all know I usually just drink it like that, I put a little organic honey in it. And I put a little creamer, which is hazelnut. So it's looking real um, beige over here today in my coffee cup. And it's not its not something that I'm used to, but I feel like I needed it. Um, I did my session, I poured into my client and now I just wanted to pour some more caffeine back into me. <laughs> so I have my favorite mug. Okay, ring light, boom. Jesus and coffee, I love this mug. I think I got it from um, Ross. So if you guys wanted to know where I got my mug from, I got it from Ross. Ross always has like cute little knickknack things. And I'm in the South. So if you guys don't have Ross where you are, Marshalls is about the same equivalency. So yeah. That's my um, definitely. I think Starbucks, one thing I can't say about Starbucks. Um, I use their almond milk um, oh. creamer. Um, I believe it's caramel. It's caramel latte one. Because as you know, me and Derry have beef. Um, so I don't, I don't like to consume a lot of dairy, um, 
whenever it's possible, I always ask for either oat milk or almond milk. Um, and yeah, I really like the Starbucks creamer. Um, I'm glad that they understand that, you know, a lot of the consumers, um, you know, live dairy-free lifestyles. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. Shout out to all, I think it's like what, vegans? And it's a lot of people that's on that journey. Even if your diet is not restricted by just the body not being able to consume it. So shout out to everybody that has that dietary restrictions, but you still live in your life for, and I don't know if you know, Donald, I don't know if we discussed it, but when I first started becoming a runner, it was hard for me to run longer than like a mile. And if you know me, you know, I am a half a marathon, marathon girl at this point, but I've been on this journey for probably like nine years. I've been an avid runner, but the first thing I had to do was change my diet. Mm -hmm. So for two years, I became a pescatarian just to kind of clean out and restart my system. Then when I was able to restart, I started adding chicken back in. I add turkey back in. I'm still not beef or pork, but I do do chicken and turkey. And that, those are more like leaner meats. And my body is able to process it. Women, oh my gosh, beef or pork, if you eat it, it stays in your body for 14 days. So imagine if you eat a burger Monday and you eat a burger again on Friday, your body still has not dispelled all of that that you put in. So if you have a fufa or if you have just, you know, some, some stomach you want to get, get rid of, stop eating those burgers. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. And go on my website and look at my ebooks. I got some gems there too. I was just about to say, I know you um, address it and uh, I think it's the, is it the seven day detox? Yeah. Um, I see. I'm a good. Yes, I'm a good I remember things. Uh, you, love, so, you love me. <laughs> I do remember um, when it's necessary. I remember um, you were talking about that. So yeah. Um, yeah. No, definitely. I think um, I actually know a friend. Um, he's fully vegan. He's uh, raw vegan actually. And I was like, well, what's the difference between regular veganism and raw veganism? And raw veganism is totally like strict plant-based like nothing no process because there are some processed foods that are vegan right like oreos are vegan but it ain't healthy for you so right um definitely shout out to anyone um just you know trying on the diets i know the beginning of the year is always like that time where people um, are just exploring different avenues of like how do you want to better yourself like whether it be what do you eat, what are you putting in your body, um, exercise. So, yeah, shout out if you're on that journey. Keep going, because I know I got my guy on the water in the back. I'm about to start Monday. Listen, y'all, in another gym, just another another one, as, Don, as DJ Donald was saying, not Cali, DJ Donald. But um, <laughs> <laughs> spring water, I talk about this in my book. Spring water is naturally alkaline. It might not have the highest pH as like core or smart water, but if you cannot afford that, because I know at the grocery store, it'd be like $10.99 for six bottles of smart water. That's crazy. You can get you a whole case of spring water, spring water for like $3.99, $4.99, depending on what grocery store you at. If you drink four of these, you are halfway to a gallon. You drink four more, you are at a gallon regular size water bottles. But you can also get a spring water um, gallon for like 97 cents. So if that is the journey that you want to go on, 
ladies and gentlemen, if you're trying to get this clear <laughs> skin, you need to drink and consume like three or four times a week a gallon of water. Gallon of water and work out for 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I've had people come up to me like, how do you get your skin so clear? And I do use um, some facial products. Like I use a uh, Cetaphil, Cetaphil. Um, okay. I don't know if you know, like that brand, um, excuse me, because um, everyone has different skin types. So I know Cetaphil, Cetaphil, however you pronounce that. If I'm butchering it, don't come for me. Um, but I know that brand in particular, that's good for all skin types. I know a lot of dermatologists uh, recommend that. So I use that facial wash, you know, every day. But other than that, it's really just drinking about a gallon of water a day. Like, and I've had people be like, you know, how do you do that? How do you do drink your water? Mm -hmm. Okay, because water is pretty much this, the, the foundation of all this. Yep. The, the bare minimum of you starting your detox journey, workout journey, whatever that may be, is just drinking water. And like to go back again, shameless plug on DrEbonyComen.com, I have an ebook called Creating Glowing Skin for E. I am a person that's like holistic. I'm a wellness coach. Hello. So I talk about things that you can do without using any products that's store-bought. This is on natural gems. I have a lot of my natural men and women out here. They're like, I've tried all these products. It's not working. Sometimes you have to give your skin a break from that. And let's get back to the old natural way and just see if that works for you. I'm not saying it's like Donald said, going to work for everybody. But if you've been trying all these store-bought brands and it has not been working, maybe the holistic way can assist you. So I'm glad you brought that up, Donald. Yeah, so moving on from skincare and skincare things alike, uh, I know I'm going to go into Stone of the Week. Um, and this week's Stone is, is a Unikite Jasper. And my ring light will let me be great. Oh, I was hating. Um, I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it? Yeah, you can see it. I mean, of course, the ring light is in it a little bit, but you can still see so um, basically, um, this is a jasper. So most jaspers um, have very protective grounding properties. Um, that's just a rule of thumb for any jasper you might think of purchasing. Um, what makes Unikite so unique is that it's um, centered around the heart chakra. So um, for those of y'all who know, I am holistic as well. I love a good meditative session. I love my stones. I love my sage. My crystals, I'm even wearing one around my neck. Yes, like, you gotta be I, protected. <laughs> oh, I'm stay protected. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Unikite, um, so the heart chakra that may be focused around like your romantic endeavors, ladies and gents out there, because Valentine's Day is coming. So if you are looking to kind of bring some more intuition about um, any platonic or romantic relationships you have, this is a good stone to have. Um, also, the, this stone very much encourages balance with your emotions, so your inner self, um, your emotions with other people. Um, so this is a good stone to have um, if you have trouble, um, if you have any toxic or any troubled relationships right now, or um, if you have some deep emotional trauma or any um, mental trauma that you're going through, this is a very good stone to have as well, um, because Unikite helps um, process all those old emotions and feelings um, and it brings them to the surface and it helps you cope with them in very productive and harmonizing ways so 
that is stone of the week. <laughs> I love it. And so just to piggyback off of that, you guys know um, each week I do the enlightenment of the week. And so this week I'm going to go back to the number one New York Times bestseller, The Becoming Book of Michelle Obama. I have been on this trajectory of reading this book and I've been writing down like different quotes or gems that I feel like she's dropping in the book. And so because I didn't give you guys one last week, because we went over how to do your calendars and how to do your um, journals, this week, I want to go back to becoming a Michelle Obama. She stated, everyone seemed to fit in except for me. Of that moment. Now, and recognize the more universal challenge of squaring who you are with where you come from and where you want to go. I thought that was so dope. You guys in the mindset in the book, she was going around her cousins or different like family members. And because she had been brought up this way of like respecting people, loving on people, not judging people, it was her first time that she realized when she went around her cousin, she had to kind of dim down who she was to just be accepted by them. So whether that was like gossiping about people or like trying to downtrap somebody based upon what they were wearing. She said she was becoming that when she was a child, she was becoming that because she knew that would be accepted by those family members, but she never felt good doing that. And as a teenager, she finally started to realize like, just because you go around people that are not of who you are, doesn't mean that you need to change who you are to fit in. Either those people are going to be okay and embrace the type of person you are and hopefully elevate to your level or they're not. And if that they're not, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that you have to change who you are to become them. So I just thought that was beautiful. If you guys want to see more, each week tune in to Unapologetic Conversations with the Comans, or make sure that you go on our Instagram, tap under our Instagram, which is unapologetically underscore Coleman. You will see Stone of the Week, and you will see Enlightenment of the Week, and you will be able to see the actual page number that I got that quote from. So tap in. <laughs> Again, another shameless plug for our Instagram. <laughs> um, all that stuff will be linked uh, in the description box below. Um, so yeah, getting into today's topic, um, we're going to be talking about the inauguration. Um, just going to give our little quick thoughts, opinions, things that we observed, you know, our little snippets, if you will. Um, I think I'll lead us off today. Um, I just want to say congratulations again to Kamala Harris for being the first Black and South Asian women to ever hold the position of vice presidency. Uh, I think, and it's just so crazy that we are living through historic moments. Like these are moments like we think we only see in history books. Like we'll never live to see that or, you know, things seems fictional, but to see it play out in real time in real life is just so momentous. Um, I think that I'm grateful to have been around long enough to tell my children and my grandchildren um, when that day comes, I ain't, I ain't that old yet, y'all. 
Um, I have children of my own that I was around to see that because I think moments like that are so pivotal, not only in U.S. history, but also world history, right? So um, again, congratulations to her. Also congratulations to the first second gentleman. Um, we gotta acknowledge that too. Yeah. Um, I think that is historic in itself as well. Um, I just hope and pray that this transition, um, this new administration, um, we are in a time of healing. We're in a time of just recovering from a lot of just negativity from last year and everything we're going on with the pandemic still. So this is right now we're in a stage of transition and I just hope that um, this new administration, uh, there's a peaceful transition and that um, they find success in all the goals that we elected them to reach, so. Yes, and I wanna give a special shout out to, to Joe Biden's wife, the Dr. Jill Biden. Um, let's never forget that she is a doctor and she's also one of the first first ladies to have a job outside of the White House. So I just wanted to add that because I thought that was just so cool. It was so dope to me to know that she's a doctor and she's still out here and making her own way in her profession. Um, shouts out to all of my educated men and women out there, just to know that um, we are out here striving and shining in different ways. So if you guys are on the path of academia in any way, whether you're working on your associates, bachelors, masters, accelerated programs, working on your doctorates, I just want you guys to look at what is happening. When people tell you that academia is something of the past, it's still real. Everybody doesn't have to be an entrepreneur, a hustler, however you want to define it. Some people go the traditional routes. And even when you do go the traditional routes of academia, you never know where it's going to take you. Look at Dr. Jill Biden. She probably never would have thought when she was pursuing her doctorate that she would be a first lady um, and be able to do so many wonderful things. And sometimes just having those credentials open up doors like crazy. So shouts out to Dr. Jill Biden. I see you, girl. <laughs> yes, and I think um, actually to piggyback off that, uh, two things. One, I think she's the first ever first lady we've had that um, has hold, hold a doctorate. Um, PhD. So I think um, that that in itself, um, congratulations on that. Um, I know we've had past ladies who um, are educated, but I don't believe any have had um, the PhD title. Um, so yeah, she I think the they've had like Juris doctorates, you know, the JD. Yeah, Michelle Obama, um, Michelle. she has her JD. So uh, we've had educated first ladies, but I don't think none that has held the title of PhD. So uh, that's just exciting in itself, right? And then also um, to piggyback off of that, um, Dr. Biden was actually pregnant um, when she first got her first master's, I believe. And oh, okay. just her story, if you like read through her story, cause you know, I, I love, we have to protect her at all costs. Um, <laughs> but reading through her story and just seeing how, you know, like you said, she's now the first lady, you know, she's still opting to teach. Yep. Um, I just wanted to dig a little bit into her story and seeing how um, she was pregnant when she had her, um, she was in grad school, you know, having a kid, raising a family and, you know, Biden's, you know, political endeavors and she was handling all of that yep. and she got her master's and she went on and got her PhD yep. and I think um, 
you know, in that story, everyone can get something out of that. Um, I think that's very inspiring. Um, so yeah, Dr. Biden, if you are listening to this, you are hey. <laughs> You know what? Uh, shout out to you, uh, Dr. Jill Biden. If you ever want to come on our platform, we would love to have you. <laughs> love, I, honestly, um, I think that would be that's so cool. Like if yeah. she were to come on there uh, on our on our show, but also <laughs> like to say that like if I wish I lived in DC, because just imagine like you go to class and then you see on the syllabus, Dr. Joe Biden is yeah. your professor. Like, oh my gosh. You know how like cool, like I would just be so shook. Like I wouldn't even, obviously I'll pay attention to the coursework, of course, but <laughs> I would just be at her office hours all the time. Like, I would just be like, Dr. Biden, like I, that, that, if you are fortunate enough to have her as a professor, please cherish her. <laughs> Don't please. give her a hard time. Yes. And if you guys are tapping in as college students, um, make sure you tag us to Dr. Joe Biden's pages. Um, hashtag us at Unapologetic Conversations with the Coleman's. I would love, 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 love to have her. Of course, her, Kamala Harris, both Michelle Obama, the third, you know, <laughs> all of you guys. Um, but just speaking right now in reference to Dr. Joe Biden, I would love to have you on our podcast because just speaking as a, a Black educated woman, knowing the trajectory that I went on and every challenge that I had to overcome, I also can mirror that with Dr. Jill Biden because she not only stepped into the role as that being Joe Biden's wife, he had a prior marriage where he had prior children. Um, he unfortunately lost his wife. And um, just knowing that she stepped in and stepped up, that means so much to me too. You know, I, I love to hear that because I come, Donald and I, we come from blended households. And so I know how challenging that can be to step into someone else's quote unquote family and then have to merge. But she did that. And she's, you know, just being out here, being humble still about it and still being a professor, as you, you pointed out, Donald. And I just think that to see that in today's society lets us know that slowly we are evolving into a beautiful place, whether that's a, a place of acceptance, a place of acknowledgement, or just a place of putting people that are not cookie cutters, right? Cookie cutter traditional lifestyles, putting people like that on a platform where they're able to be presidents, vice presidents, where they're able to be uh, the wives, first ladies of a president, and hopefully one day to be a president as a woman. Um, I just think this is just, like you said, history in the making. I can't wait to see what these history books are gonna look like, how our children in the future are going to be looking at these history books, and we will finally be able to say, like, I, I remember where I was at when that happened or to give more of a backstory if the history book doesn't hit the nail on the head. So I'm, I just feel good about it. Like, I, it's so good. That's not, I, it's so juicy, it's so good. Just to know that we are a part of history, history. But we gotta talk about the fashions. Yes, before we get into that, I just want to acknowledge that, y'all. She is fangirling. Um, if y'all haven't caught on by now, uh, she loves her some Michelle Obama. So if we could get Michelle Obama on the show, I think that would be my Christmas gift to you. Oh, my God. Uh, 
I think y'all haven't caught on by now with um, her reading Michelle's book. Um, she is a Michelle Stan. Yes, okay? I am. Not a fan, she's a Stan. <laughs> I am. Okay. For so, so many um, reasons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yes, let's get into the, the, the fashion statements. I think that is the huge caveat of the uh, inauguration, you know. Um, I think I just want to start off with um, the ladies. Um, I think y'all showed up and showed out, okay? I think the outfits, um, they were they were power statements. I think though, like, I, I can't, I'm so flabbergasted. Like, it's still, <laughs> even when you look at pictures online, you know, you see all three of them together, you know, Michelle, Dr. Biden, and Kamala, you know, it's just, it, it's just like, you feel that energy emanating. You feel that confidence, that the beauty, the grace, like, you know, you feel all of that, right? And so I think I'm gonna dissect um, Kamala's outfit first. I think, because um, if you don't know, um, even I had to do some research on this myself, um, she wore the color purple. And the color purple stems back um, to when the women's suffragette movement, right? So the women's right to vote. And I think mm. that's so cool that she was able to incorporate that into her inaugural outfit because she's paying homage to all those women, you know, that came before her. And I, I think that. that's so cool that even in as simple as an outfit, you can incorporate so many powerful messages and beacons of inspiration. I think that's so cool um, that she was able to do that. And yeah, I think I'm fangirling now. So I'm gonna let you <laughs> talk about, I assume you're gonna talk about Michelle, that's your icon. So let's, let's get into it. First off, Michelle. Michelle's waist was snatched to the gods. Like her waist was snatched to the gods. Let's start there, ladies, ladies, ladies. We all know we are in the gym. We are trying to like eat right. We are trying to make sure that we balance all of our food intake so our waist can look like Michelle Obama. I don't know if it was a waist shaper. I don't know if it was just some type of undergarment she had on that squoze it tight, but whatever it was, it was right. It was square to the, I loved her outfit, but I loved how she looked in the outfit. And I say that because that alone to me is a power statement. When you, when you look good, you feel good. When you take care of yourself and you are pouring self-care into yourself, you can just see it. It exudes in you. So outside of the actual fabric of her attire, you can see that the body is right. She's probably in the gym. She's eating right. She's embodying everything when she was a first lady, how she taught about eating right and making sure that you fulfill yourself in healthy ways and not just consuming fast food. She's living her statement. Listen, however old she is, she looks great. So if yeah, you no, she's out there still consuming Burger King, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's on a regular, okay, wait, you want to look like Michelle? Chick-fil-A Chick is good. <laughs> don't come from the Chick-fil-A, nah. Anything else, all right, you know, <laughs> stop it. But you can't take away my Chick-fil-A nuggets. You I'm can't take away the nuggets. Listen, I love me a spicy chicken with some Polynesian sauce. Don't get it twisted, okay? But I'm only eating that on like Saturdays, right? Because I have to have a cheat day. But she looks like she has maybe one or two cheat days and that's it, okay? 
But also I wanted to get into her pantsuit and how it was a statement piece to me. Um, she had a black designer, let's start there, a black woman designer who designed her actual attire. That was dope. I love the symbolism in that. But I also loved how, how confident she just looked in it, how it fit her in a very curvy but classy way. And the belt was just an actual, like an accentuation of her achievements and her weight loss or whatever she had going on because she looked great, great, great. But I just wanted to say the color of it too. It looked great on her skin complexion. And going back to the piece where I talked about when you look good, you feel good. If you guys remember when she walked, and this is like a meme now, when she was walking and I guess like Kamala had just get, um, got sworn in and she gave her this look and she pointed at Kamala. And it was just like that, like assurance of now the torch is in your hand. And now you are, I want to let you know, I support you. To me, that just meant so, that meant so much to me to see another woman of color, a black woman, giving her assurance, giving her like, I got your back vibe to another black woman. That was amazing to me to see that and for it to be publicized, whether we as people, you know, we love social media. So we have to put things in memes and make fun of it. it that's just what our generation does. Listen, I know you cannot talk because we both seen the, um, the meme, the Bernie memes. We've both seen them and they are listen, hilarious. No, the one where it was like um, me the start of the semester and it was like, professor, it's in the syllabus. And I was burning <laughs> in the aisle. I was dead, okay? I was the one that me. caught me off guard was, he's sitting in the chair and it says me at a hood party trying to act bad and bougie, but I'm actually having a good time. <laughs> no, did you see the one that was like, um, like, uh, by, I mean, uh, Bernie knew that this wasn't his last stop of the day. <laughs> yeah. I swear the internet is ruthless. Like, y'all, I'm scared someone's going to make a meme out of us. Like, y'all really <laughs> swoop down um, and just revolutionize this man. Like, leave Bernie alone. He is trying to live his life. He is. Bernie did not come to play with y'all. He knew he had to come to show his face. He's, he reminds me of a person that goes to a party like, I got to go just to show my face, but I'm only going to stay for a minute. Like, this ain't the last stop. <laughs> no, I got other things I need to do. But, but um, yes, that was an iconic moment. But um, also another iconic moment, too, let's never forget, was Michelle Obama's hair. Whoever curled her hair, once again, curled it for the gods. The bounce in the hair never left. Every time Did I see the camera pins for her, the curls was ratty. It, the, the curls were standing on guard. Like, oh, you thought that camera was going to come pan this way? We went ready. Okay. Do you ready. remember that meme? It's that meme. It's like um, Michelle Obama Silas looking uh, like they done did God's work. <laughs> right. They look. They I swear, look I like think right now. Thing, you guys can see I'm drinking this coffee, too. <laughs> I, think, I think the one thing we can take out of this inauguration is a lot of memes came out of this. I mm -hmm. think the memes have broken the internet. I think when it first dropped, 
like you saw the Michelle Obama memes, you saw the Bernie memes. Yeah. Um, just they memed it up. But I think one thing going back <laughs> to the actual center of discussion with uh, Michelle's, but uh, her outfit was that, like you said, she rocked it with confidence, okay. with grace, with elegance, and I think that in itself incorporated a lot about who she is as a person, right? Because you're seeing when she first entered the White House all those years ago, and you're seeing her growth into who she is now. The becoming part, Michelle has become her, she's blossomed into this beacon of just symbolism and just confidence and power. And I have to like applaud her on that. I think no matter who you are, I think if you saw her on that stage, you saw a woman of growth and you saw a, a lady of elegance, right? And not taking away from the other ones, but just yeah. Michelle right now, I think she just embodied just everything that a lady should aspire to be, I think. Um, and maybe I'm overreaching, I don't know, but I think how she presented herself throughout the whole event was lovely. And even Obama, let's talk about Obama for a minute, because mm, um, I think I, I think the one thing I definitely took out of this inauguration was I need to step my coat game up. <laughs> you gotta get you a peacoat. Because I, I got one, I got like a short one, but I need a long one. I need some gloves. Because yes, I think do. the gentlemen, the the men in this inauguration showed up and showed out as well. Those gloves, those coats. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, Obama had to come out with a fresh fade, you know. <laughs> His personal barber got him right, you know. You know, he had to come in Red. with the, the fresh, you know, his own <laughs> Obama self. And I think those two really just stole it away. I think Red. they walked in, like, just that power couple, just, oh, uh, like, you could feel it on the screen. Like, if you were watching live, or whether you were, um, you couldn't watch the inauguration, you were at work or you were at school and you watched like, you know, you played back. You can just see, just when they walked in, they knew themselves, they yeah. were confident. And I think just every couple should strive for that. And the, I was and, gonna say that, that's that love. Like when you love somebody and they love you back, it's, it's captured in a way where it's not forced. You know, we've seen, um, a past president and his wife, when it was forced, right? But at this point, when you see Michelle and you see Barack Obama, it's just like, we love each other. We're confident in our relationship. We don't have to fabricate anything. And Barack, you can tell, he's proud to have Michelle on his arm. Like, it's like a bop type of swag he walks in with. You know that that uncle that comes to the barbecue and he's like, here comes uh, you know that here comes You know what? I think we may have to stop the show because you would never call Obama uh, uncle. Come on now, come on. When he walks in, okay, he the uncle that comes to the barbecue that you know, like his wife, he got a fine wife, right? And she come in, you know, uncle always gotta come to the barbecue and show his fine wife up. That is Barack. So it was Michelle, like, Auntie, hey. Auntie Michelle, she just yeah, walked hey. in. Auntie Michelle, she the aunt that walk in, you know, got the faux. She got the coat on. She got the meek. She got yeah. her unbothered glasses on. And she just sitting there like, 
Right. Like, <laughs> and he walked over like, and gave her like a glass of wine, and she like, <laughs> she like, I should be in the hamster. <laughs> when is the food ready? <laughs> but even um, talking about couples, when you see Douglas and Kamala walk in, and you can tell their relationship is true love as well, yeah. going back, you know, because y'all. Y'all thought we weren't going to bring some mental health and wellness into this. She was silent. You can tell that that love is genuine because when they walked in, you know, Doug was ecstatic for Kamala. He wasn't in her way. He wasn't trying to, to manhandle or he wasn't trying to, he understands the importance and the role that she plays. And I think that is so beautiful. Um, and I think that their relationship should incorporate that you know all the man doesn't always have to be the center of attention and i think he makes it a point I'm not saying that his own work isn't significant but he's there to uplift his wife and i think that is so beautiful and even seeing um jill when she was holding the bible for biden you could see that love in her face like this is my husband like this is the president like I support this man 100%, and it's it just makes you just like I, I want that I want that Michelle Barack love yeah. I want that Jill and Biden love yes. I want that Doug and Kamala love like yes. that was, it was all love and support and I think that's so beautiful to bring in this administration with I think that's a beautiful thing to bring in the year with it's just you know well first self love is the best love always. always. But, if you have a significant other, we both are on the same page and we both are, you know, sync mentally, emotionally, physically. That right in itself is a beautiful thing. And I think everything we saw at the inauguration just incorporated all of what I just said. I think so too. It creates a glow in you. Like you said, like men or women. And I can speak from the woman's perspective. When you're in like a healthy relationship, you, it can just, it exudes out of you. It, it becomes like a part of your personality, a part of your character. When you feel good about things you have going on in your life, like I said earlier, you can only pour into somebody what you already have, what you have poured into yourself. And when you have that self-worth, that self-love, that self-value, and your partner values you and it knows that they're worthy of that love that you have and they respect your boundaries and they just respect you overall as a person, man, it just, it doesn't complete you because you have to complete yourself before you get in a relationship. Let's start there. But once you have somebody that is your yin to your yang and you guys are equally yoked, it just allows for life to seamlessly get better. Like if you are in a relationship where you feel like you got to constantly argue about something or the person that you're with is constantly trying to diminish you from whatever things are successful things that you're trying to do and accomplish, that ain't it. But if you're with somebody and they are only wanting to be antecedents to your growth, that's the partner. And you see that in Barack and Michelle. You've seen that in Doug and Kamala. It was just to me, I know that Donald and I talked offline. He's like, I don't know. We could have a topic about the inauguration day. Didn't nothing pop off. But it was like, it was so beautiful that sometimes peace and beauty alone is worth talking about. And I think like sometimes in the media, we don't talk about the peace and beauty enough. We talk about like, 
girl, did you see old girl tripping on the red carpet? She tripped and fell on a bus tie, you know what? You know, sometimes you just want to talk about like, somebody looks good. Michelle looks good. Uh, Doug and um, Kamala's marriage, it looks good. You know, sometimes you just want to talk about that because you got to change the narrative. We got to change, we out here, history is changing, right? Democrats, we are in the office, we are in the Senate. We are trying to grow and do better things. And I feel like in media today, we got to change the narrative too about what we talk about and what we get excited about. If we're always excited about something like that downtrust another person or is negative, then we need to realize that that's what our society is going to reflect because everybody goes to social media. If you want to know what's going on, whether it's politics, what's going on in the, I don't know, movie scene, whatever it is, you go to like places like Shade Room or <laughs> Instagram, whatever. But if we start changing the narrative where we're talking about, especially like pop political people in a more positive way, we can shake off the last four years, what we went through with that president to now bring light to these beautiful people that's leading our country. So and just to piggyback off that, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter, you know, what side of the aisle you may fall on. You know, right. this isn't, we like to emphasize it's not a political show. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, we are humans too, but I think to bring it back on land, um, excuse me. <coughs> um, it's important, no matter what side of the aisle we fall on, I think just to acknowledge the beauty and the grace and the elegance that we all witness. Like you said, it's such a beautiful thing. And I think, like you like you also said, I think, you know, the world, we need more beauty and we need more light and we need more harmony like that. Like what we saw on TV. And I think no matter how you feel about the election or the outcome or whatever, we're not here to tell you right, you're right or you're wrong or your feelings are valid because everyone's feelings are valid 100 yep. percent but just to understand that you know at the end of the day let's focus on bringing in the light let's focus because i think we've been i think it's uh yang that's darkness right we have a little bit too much yang in this world and we need to bring yeah. back the yin right so i think moving forward um you know with this administration and just life in general I think I would like to challenge all of you listening to just invite more light into your life. I think invite more harmony and peace. And you can slowly see that you'll see the clouds start to come away, that skin will glow, you'll see you'll, that productivity go up, you'll be on fire. Yep. Not, not literally, but figuratively, of course, on fire. <laughs> I totally agree. And wanting to go back to Michelle Obama's designer of her pantsuit, I was able to look the designer up. It's a young lady by the name of Sergio Hudson. The first name is spelled S-E-R-G-I-O Hudson. She is a Black designer from South Carolina. And not only did she design Michelle Obama's pantsuit, um, later that day for Vice President Dr. Jill Biden, she also um, did like a accessory piece for her later in that day. So Sergio Hudson from Wait, South Carolina. Uh, you kind of got your words stumbled up. You mean, you said Vice President Dr. Jill Biden. Oh my bad, oh my gosh. <laughs> let me, let me, let me down, let me go back. Let me go back. So Michelle Obama's pantsuit was made by Sergio Hudson. Okay. 
Sergio Hudson was the designer. She's a black designer from South Carolina. Mm. Later on that day, for Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, okay, he also made um, a dress for her later that day. So shouts out to Sergio Hudson from South Carolina out here doing big things. Hats off to you. Yes, yes. I think um, every all the ladies, like I said, show up and show out. I think um, it was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, I'm just so excited to see what history has to bring for us next. Um, I think this we can all say it's been a chaotic couple of months, let alone the last past year. So um, with that being said, it is that time. We need to start to wrap it up. You, we, we, y'all know we love y'all so much and we can so really much. talk for hours, but um, I don't think Spotify would like that. Um, if we just had a four-hour podcast, we had to upload. No. Um, I don't think they would like us too much. Um, and I don't think a lot of people's ADD or ADHD would be able to tolerate a four-hour podcast. That's a lot. No, I think maybe if you know we had a TV show or, you know... Our own talk show, maybe. Okay. Hey, E, hey, Bravo, hey, we see BHVH1. Let us know. Our email, email is linked below um, if you're interested. And follow us on our Instagram. Um, so, yeah, just uh, going into wrapping up today's show. Like I said, I challenge everyone to just invite a little bit more harmony, a little bit more peace into your life. You know, let peace be still. Um, again, don't seek it out in others. Work on yourself first. Um, because all those people and couples that we mentioned on today's show, you know, we don't know what their lives is like behind closed doors, but obviously you can tell that they found themselves and now they're finding that in their partnerships and then in their marriages and relationships. So again, we know Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, if you are out there and you're single, it's okay, it's okay to be single take that day to figure out what do you love about yourself first before you try and find any other endeavor any other entanglement find (laughs) out find out why you love you i I think that's so important i love that i love that yes piggybacking off that pouring 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 into your self-worth Self-love, self-value. I talk about that all the time. I'm a strong believer. Even when I was working in the prisons um, as a clinical supervisor, I used to always let the inmates know to pour into yourself. So I've been teaching as Dr. Coleman to always self, self-love, self-value, self-worth. That's a part of your overall hierarchy of self-care. Making sure daily you are doing something to give back to yourself whether it's daily affirmations, meditation, grounding, or just going to the grocery store or shopping, whatever it is that you need to do to give that love to yourself. You only get one you, one vessel, one body. So make sure you love and appreciate it. But to stem off of that, if you guys are not already doing this, like and subscribe on our YouTube. Yes, our YouTube, Unapologetic Conversations with the Coleman's. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Definitely our Instagram, which is unapologetically underscore Coleman. You can also follow Donald at Trendsetter on Instagram. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dr. That is Dr. Period Coleman, Ebony Coleman. And um, yeah, wellness, 
coaching, ebooks, fitness wear. Some exciting news coming too that I hope to share with you guys in February. The extension that I'm doing on my wellness website that's going to make it so much better. But um, off to all the Black businesses out there, entrepreneurs out there, scholars out there, people that is, are in school as students out there. Make sure that, yes, you follow us, but also make sure you follow your dreams, you pour into yourself, and you make it happen. Now, go be great. Yes, and to piggyback off of that, um, guys, <clears throat> make sure that you follow us on our Instagram. Um, we will link all that in the description box below. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. Yes. You know you want to hit that like button. It's yes. just sitting there looking all pretty. Just click okay. it. Make it blue. Uh, <laughs> make sure you guys are subscribed to us and also make sure you hit the bell icon because on YouTube you will never miss a beat you will never miss when we drop a new episode it will go straight to your notifications like hey they, girl they done dropped a new episode go look at it <laughs> and make sure we are and now you can say we're available on all streaming platforms um, Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple. yes yeah, so my sister's a stand of Apple too <laughs> Um, we are on Pandora, just a whole host of sites. If you can name it, we are on it. So yes. make sure to show us love on those respective sites. And yeah, any last final words, thoughts, comments? That's about it. I think we said it all. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in weekly. All of our episodes are dropped every Monday. We record every Sunday. Um, love you guys so much. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.